0: So Johnny, the first question obviously is: you're being honoured by Opikopi this year. How do you feel about this honouring? It's a it's a wonderful occasion to share my music with a whole new generation of young people uh, who know really little about me, um, but may have heard you know Great Heart or MP or Scatlings on the radio, um, and so my show is uh, really. Um, designed to give them uh, a lot of anecdotes stories and background as well as playing you know all of my hits um but for me personally it's it's really making connection with a whole new generation of people how do you still keep your music relevant for younger people my music is is being evergreen in many respects simply because i wrote about south africa um i i was interested in nature in people in culture I was interested in uh, the, the, the way um, different languages can be used to, uh, to to support each other in the same song. So I sang in, in Zulu and English in the same song. We were we were one of the first uh, bands to ever do that. And so that that idea of cultural conversation is still a very important part of uh, working out who we are as South Africans. And so my music has remained relevant. Uh, songs which I wrote in the 80s, um, uh, you know, are, are, are still being played on radio uh, because they are put together in a way that is unique. Um, I have uh, crossed over uh, guitar styles, melodic styles, language, um, and rhythmic styles. Four elements of meeting and crossing over uh, of, of South African, um, popular music with, with Zulu guitar and other kinds of African music. So it still remains interesting to people to hear and to listen to. Yeah, I think, I think music is far more difficult today. I think the value of music has been reduced really to, um, uh, uh an add, an, uh, an add-on value, um, kind of commodity. The commoditization of culture at every level, from art, from art uh, to to dance to film, um, has has proceeded apace with you know the digital technology and the information culture. And so, um, to make a living today, it's very very hard for for many artists and for many um, for many uh, um, performers of many different styles of art uh so musicians are reduced mainly to the live performance um you know people don't buy CDs uh um as much as they used to and uh, royalties on radio and uh, especially on streaming services are really very really low um i also think that uh in a way um, you know it was I, I i was i was a result of a Um, I was somebody fighting against uh, the separation of cultures, uh, the separation of values, the separation of um, languages. Uh, I was trying to find a conversation across cultures. And so uh, it it, it would be very um, uh, interesting for me to see what I would have done had I grown up in a new South Africa where there wasn't the enforced separation. Um, of music uh, and forced, forced separation of, of races and cultures and languages as it used to be with the, with the um, cultural segregation, the separate amenities act, the group areas act, the immorality act, all of those acts which separated people. Um, and so uh, the, 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 the breakthrough that we had was actually um, amplified by the fact that it happened in, you know, in apartheid society. Today, it probably wouldn't, people wouldn't notice it that much. Um, you know, you see, uh, I often see like some hip-hop uh, albums um, being released, which have got, you know, English, Afrikaans, Situ and Zulu in the same song. Uh, they've got uh, hip-hop rhythms, but they might have some um, uh, um, township uh, chords from, from, from traditional township jazz, South African jazz, and then uh, into a pop chorus. So it, it, crossover music has become uh, fashionable, but in its own in, in its own way, you know, people discovering it by chance, um, uh, not really making a statement about culture. So uh, that, together with the fact that music as a, as a career is a very very uh, difficult thing to start off uh, in, in in these times and 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 in this uh, current uh, environment. Then you were also honoured in Britain. Um and also, with many international acclaims that are coming your way, what would you say is your favourite moments of, of your um, career since the nineteen eighties? Yeah, I don't have a favourite. I I, they all, they're all very many, which peak in my life. You know, I've peaks. Uh, you know, which uh, and, and obviously the, the huge success in France in nineteen eighty eight was was a massive um, a massive peak in my career. Uh, we sold, uh, 1.3 million albums in 18 months in France alone. Um, and the four, the four Savuka albums that we released, um, uh, got us up to nearly 5 million albums, uh, over the period 1988 to 1994. Um, another great moment was the, um, uh, another great moment was for me, Um, In 1986, I wrote a song for Nelson Mandela, which was banned in South Africa. Um, And then we released it, we toured overseas, uh, 20 number one, in 1988 in France. Um, And then, um, in the new South Africa, um, I was touring, uh, I went overseas in 1999, and I was in Germany. And I was doing a tour, and I uh, I was asked um, while I was on tour that there was another sh- another show available if I could fit it in uh, in in Frankfurt, which was a, 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 um, a German government-sponsored uh, a, a concert for, uh, for for NGOs who are operating in Africa. It was a three a three-day um, uh, symposium. And I just wanted, uh, you know, music from Africa, and I was there already, and, you know, would I do it? So I said, yes. So I, um, so I, uh, I went there, and I did the show, and right at the end of the show, I sang Asimbo Nanga, and um, in the middle of the song, Nelson Mandela walked on stage <laughs> and started singing the song. So I... Uh, I, I was just, I was just amazed, you know, because I'd written a song 11 years earlier during the state of emergency in South Africa. And as a songwriter, uh, to have the man that I was singing on come on stage in another country, uh, sing the song with me, talk to the audience and, uh, stop the song and start the song. And it was just, it was just the most amazingly poignant moment, uh, as a singer-songwriter. And then there have been many awards from, you know, from, uh, you know, I've got four, um, uh, uh, only doctorates, one from Dartmouth, America, one from City University of New York, one from Britson, one from Durban. Um, I have many other awards from France. I've been made citizen, uh, only citizen of about five or six French countries. So all of these things are just, you know, they, they peaks in your life and they remind you that, uh, what you're doing is still meaningful. What favorites are can we expect to to listen to? I know I'm very excited. I really hope you guys play Dela, but <laughs> from your side, what yes. what favorites yes. are you looking forward to? Well, we, you know, we do all the standard hits, you know, from MP Skatlings, Great Hearts, uh, the Crossing, um Dela, Asimbonanga, Crazy Beautiful World. I mean, all of, you know, it's 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 jam packed. So it's going to be crazy, <laughs> and we have a. I have a very yeah, and then I have a very uh, special guest, which I'm being on stage, which I'm keeping secret for the day. So no hints yet.